Pump up the volume on your parenting with Parent Pump Radio. Tune into something different that makes a difference. At Parent Pump Radio, instead of a ripple, we choose to create a splash. Get energized, get inspired, and get informed with how to parent in the new millennium with your host and parent coach super guide, Jacqueline T.D. Wynn. Hi, this is Jacqueline T.D. Wynn. Welcome to Parent Pump Radio. We are looking for guests for our Teen to Parent Talk series. If you know a young adult between the age of 18 to 23 years old who would like to share their story, their journey, or any insights that they may have found along the way, please contact us at parentpumpradio at gmail.com so they can be featured on our Teen to Parent Talk series. For those of you who don't know it, the studies show that our teens of today have the stress and anxiety level of a 1950s psychiatric patient. Any tools that parents can utilize to help their teens reduce the stress anxiety is going to help them as an adult. I have a very distinguished credentialed and experienced guest today in our show. She has 22 years experience as a registered clinical and health psychologist in the state of Queensland, Australia. That's right. She is coming all the way from Australia today. She's completed a Bachelor of Arts postgraduate diploma of professional psychology and a doctorate in philosophy. She held academic position at Griffith University for 14 years teaching and coordinating psychological research trials into new therapies in the areas of obesity and weight management, and is now Associate Professor in Psychology at Bonn University. So ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce you to Dr. Peta Stapleton. Hello, Dr. Stapleton. Welcome to our show. Thank you so much for the invitation, Jackie. It is wonderful to be here, Jacqueline. I was amazed actually reading your bio because you are so well adept in your profession. I know you also served as president of the Eating Disorder Association of Queensland numerous times, and you also served five practitioner in NLP, Neurolinguistic Programming and Timeline Therapy, which is something that I'm also certified in. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, so we do have some things in common. I really find both of those are powerful tools. You also are highly certified in emotional freedom technique, which is EFT, and it's also known as tapping. Yes, yes, that has become my research area. Yeah, and we're going to get more into that in a little bit. But I want to also recognize you for how much you contribute to the academic field and all the awards that you have received. I think it's wonderful that you are helping the community. You gave me a whole list. It would probably take me a long time to read everything. (laughs) 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 You recognized, I guess, the greatest contribution because I, I do like to serve. So what we just do is our daily job and because of the love of it, I love researching EFT or tapping. Was there something that happened that made you get into this field and specifically EFT? I'm the eldest of four. So I guess I always had, um, you know, probably more of a sense of responsibility. I had three younger brothers and sisters, but I was quiet. I was shy as, um, which most of my students now don't believe because obviously I lecture for a living, but I was introverted and quiet and shy. Uh, And somewhere along the line, um, I actually wanted to be a lawyer, funnily enough. I probably watched way too many uh, law shows on TV as a teenager and went off to university and I I indeed started to study law. A lot of people don't know this. 
and after that first year, I guess I wasn't, it wasn't my true calling and I was quite, I guess, in tune with those kind of things. And my mother at the time uh, said, why don't you do a psychology subject? We knew nobody in the field of psychology at all. So it was a bit new to me, but I think I, I took that first subject and I knew that's what I was meant to do. How I got into EFT was I ended up becoming a specialist in eating disorders. So that was something where there was opportunities at the time. I had an interest and we had family friends whose daughters were suffering. So it ended up becoming my specialty. But through that process, I started to become, I guess, uh, concerned that the techniques that we'd learned at university weren't really helping these young girls recover. So I started to look around and I guess, and I always say it was a bit of desperation that led uh, EFT to come into my path. And I had a colleague who said, I've come across this really weird technique, but I think it works. And I said, oh, you're not selling it very well, describing it too mm. weird. <laughs> anyway, the long and the short is, um, obviously, I, I did go off and learn how to do this tapping technique and started to teach some of these young girls that I was seeing uh, as far as their eating disorders and lo and behold, it started to work. So it started to help them cope with anxiety and worry and things like that. So because we were starting to see the outcomes, uh, it then led us, um, I've always been in those academic jobs where I've been able to teach as well. And when the opportunity for research came up and I said to my boss at the time, can I research more on this tapping tool that I've learned and I'm using privately? And he said, I don't think anyone will come to your clinical trial that you're offering. And we were doing it for uh, food cravings at the time. This was over 12 years ago now. And I said, well, why don't we just see what happens? So I actually did go on a local current affair news story just to promote we had this free clinical trial. And Jacqueline, you won't believe it, but I had four and a half thousand people that rang and emails <laughs> and my boss wow. my boss fell over and the rest is history really and we kind of were on our way to researching we had no idea so many because I demonstrated it on the tv story um, so people could see me tapping on my face I guess yeah. um it just I, I don't know maybe Aussies were open and willing at the time I don't know <laughs> but well before, from what I hear Aussies are very open yes. and willing I've had yes. uh, trainers who have spoken over there and so you guys are wonderful about that, yeah, that is true. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess yeah that that's how it came about was sheer desperation trying to find things that would help my clients and and a colleague who found this weird technique on the internet and, and we went from there how I heard EFT was I'm a big follower of Wayne Dyer Dr. Wayne Dyer mm, and yeah. he has said that tapping tapping itself has actually saved his life because he had a very traumatic childhood and that's yes. when I started getting more information about it and doing it on myself and learning more about it too. Yes, Wayne uh, has come out a couple of times to Australia over the years so I did get to see him. He was a wonderful man. Let's get into what is EFT, Emotional Freedom Technique? Yes, so it's very much a stress management technique or stress reduction tool. It's very brief uh, compared to perhaps some other therapy techniques out there and what it does is we stimulate pressure points on the body and we tap on them with two fingers which is why we often and, and you mentioned we call it tapping because 
because it describes what we do. But at the same time, we tap on these pressure points that are used in acupuncture and massage and things like that. We voice what what it is that is happening for us in the moment. So it is quite a mindful technique and it's very much in the present moment. So we have this cognitive element where, say, we're feeling angry. We actually say we're feeling angry as we do the tapping technique on these pressure points. So it's unique in that we're not just talking, but we're actually stimulating. So we've got this real physical element to the technique. Why does it work? Mm. So what happens is, and these are where the research we've explored and we've just done a brain scan study where we've had a look at this in a little bit more depth. The part of the brain that sends out the stressful response, so the amygdala, sends out kind of that physiological feeling, whether it's a food craving or a cigarette craving or an anger feeling. What happens when we tap on these pressure points is it actually sends a signal back to that part of the brain, the amygdala, and tells it to calm down. So what we find uh, in something like food cravings is when you tap on a food craving, that part of the brain stops sending the signal out, which means you feel calmer and therefore the desire for that food, chocolate, whatever it is, drops off. If you were feeling angry or frustrated and did your tapping on that, it sends the signal back to that part of the brain to calm and stop sending it out. So what happens after five minutes of tapping is somebody will say, oh, I feel I feel much calmer than what I did uh, just a moment ago. We're basically uh, sending a message back at a neural, at a brain level through the acupressure points. So how does the statement go along with the tapping? Mm. Yeah, so we, we do have this formula um, and Gary Craig, the originator of EFT, um, originally had the statement where we acknowledge what's going on for us, which makes it counterintuitive sometimes. People are like, why am I actually saying how I feel, especially in, say, a world of positive affirmations? We're not reframing, we're stating it for what it is. And then what we do at the end of that sentence is we acknowledge that is what's happening for us at the moment, that that's our current truth. So an example would be saying the sentence like, even though I feel, and we would put in what it is, I accept this about myself. So the tail end of that sentence is always accepting yourself for what's going on at the moment. So it's just always that type of formula, even though I feel, even though I have this food craving, I accept this about myself. We can simplify that. So even children as young as five, we can um, we can change that sentence slightly just to make it more simplified for them. And then after that statement is a more powerful statement. Yes, yeah. The power in a statement like that is the fact that we're acknowledging what's going on for us, which takes a little bit of getting used to in the beginning. But what it does for someone is often for the very first time, they're actually stating out loud what it is that they feel. They're not trying to reframe it or change it. And that's quite powerful in itself for someone to actually do that, whether they're working with you one-on-one or in a group or learning it on the internet. Uh, and, And often that can obviously give way to great relief. Wow. So then how can parents use this? How can teens use it? Yeah, I love the teens. I have one in my household. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have one too. <laughs> and another one coming up. Yeah, same. <laughs> I think, uh, and the reason we got into obviously working with teens was we had local schools that had seen a lot of our research and asked us to come in and teach. 
uh, teens how to use it for academic stress and worry and things like that. So it has so many applications and teens, children as well, can certainly use it for any type of emotion. Uh, that could be everything from, you know, an angry feeling to a frustrated to procrastination, um, boredom, anything like that. But it can also be applied to, you know, friendship issues and things like that. So we started to teach teens in our local schools even how to use it for goal setting. So if they wanted to set a goal, uh, we would teach them how to do that. But then anything they thought that would get in the road of that, we would call that a limiting belief. We would teach them how to use the tapping technique on that. So there's so many applications, I think, that adults can use as well. But such a unique tool, I think, to skill up, you know, our next generation really early. And it's self-applied. So once you learn how to do it, you can do it in the privacy of your bedroom. You don't need to physically have someone else directing you how to how to use the technique. You can actually then do it whenever you want to. How open are these teens to learn this new technique that you find? In the beginning, because it's weird, it's different, you know, to talk therapy where you're just chatting about or whinging or complaining, you're actually tapping on these pressure points on the body. What we've been able to do though over the years is there are a lot of celebrities who actually use tapping and in Australia there's a lot of sporting football stars. So we've actually been able to collect footage of some of our football stars here in Australia who actually tap on the field at kickoff time. And so when we're able to show clips like that to teens in schools or, or share them, it suddenly makes it a little bit cooler. <laughs> so yeah, it's a little bit more trendy. And I guess it's about building the bridge to what they will find acceptable. So I guess, you know, if they're like, oh, some of the the teens that were on that singing show actually do tapping before they walk on and sing, oh, that's not too bad. I'll consider it. So that's what we've been able to do um, is collect a whole lot of those and they are on my YouTube channel. Anyone can use them. We've got, you know, racing car drivers that will do tapping, baseball players, things like that. But at least it makes it a little bit more um, palatable, if you like, to a team that's never seen this before. So you mentioned you have a YouTube channel. So we're going to put that in the show notes so the listeners can just click on it. Is there a story that you can share with us how EFT has been used and maybe a results that's happened? Yeah, absolutely. Because we've done quite a few uh, school trials now. Hundreds of students have learned tapping locally here. We've had lots of success in teaching them how to use it for healthy eating, uh, drinking more water. We had one school that was really keen to use it for that. So we actually, in, in one of those trials, had a mother who sent an email to the school principal saying, I don't know what you're doing in that tapping thing, but my son has just come home and asked me to buy cauliflower for dinner. <laughs> so he was very happy. <laughs> we had another uh, young man we went in and taught some senior students how to use it for goal setting. And in order to use tapping for something like making a goal come true, we actually do have to be honest with ourselves about, you know, our kind of internal excuses, you know, some of the ways we sabotage a goal. So we showed our, our senior students, they wrote their goals and then they worked out, uh, why do I think this won't come true? And then we did our tapping on those statements. And one young man had wanted the following year to become school captain and 
he obviously had all these lists of reasons why he didn't think that possibly could come true, but he was willing to apply the tapping to all of those. And it was around six, seven months later that I was actually at the school and talking to the principal. And that student six months earlier had reached a place of feeling pretty calm and just sort of said, well, you know, I feel okay now. I think it's possible, but I'm happy to let it go. But I asked the principal uh, in the next year, oh, by the way, who became the school captains this year? And lo and behold, this young man did. Whilst we don't know whether he would have had he not done the tapping, I certainly think, you know, the evidence for him would have been pretty strong that he tapped through all the reasons he thought possibly would get in the road of that goal Um, and you know a skill for life learning how to do something like that so we've got lots of stories like that. Here we are the new year and one thing we know a lot of people create new year's resolution and go to the gym exercise by the end of January middle of February the gym are empty and so we gotta look at why are there so many people not getting their goals and I think it's because before you set your goal you have to go through all the roadblocks first yes all the limiting belief all the assumptions and all the gremlins that is talking to you and I think EFT is one of those techniques that could really help eliminate those roadblocks before you go on your goal setting absolutely I love that you have that scientific side too for all the left brain people that needs (laughs) facts. And from a science point of view, what are some recent findings that you found that can apply to the techniques of EFT to typical problems that teens face? Yeah, we've, uh, there's been a lot of research that's come out over the last year or so, which has shown that tapping itself results in physiological changes in the body. So it's not just a feel good, yeah, I feel calmer. It's not just those psychological outcomes. So what we've found is um, that cortisol, that stress hormone that floods our body when, you know, we're in that fight or flight situation. And for a lot of teens, they get flooded with that cortisol hormone, you know, if they haven't checked in on social media for the last five minutes that kind of yeah it's like an addiction yeah absolutely so EFT has actually been shown to dramatically reduce that stress hormone we can measure it through saliva so it's pretty easily um, measured that over just one hour of tapping we get like a 25% drop in cortisol that's amazing because we have compared it to things like deep breathing and you know, just resting or talk therapy, and they just do not achieve that kind of outcome in that same 60-minute period. There's been studies in America that have looked at our DNA expression. So we now know that the environment around us can tell parts of our genes to switch on or switch off, like express themselves. And teens are not exempt from that either. So, you know, social media is such a good example that a lot of them have their notifications coming through in the middle of the night, you know, so they wake up and then their sleep's affected. But EFT has been shown to switch off six genes associated with the stress response. So it means that if you've used tapping, you're actually getting this really long-term effect where you part of your DNA just doesn't express itself anymore to do with the stress response. So we're just seeing this phenomenal outcomes out of some of these studies that have been done in the US as well as here uh, for physiological changes, that it's not just you know, a stress tool that makes you feel better, you actually change your body. That's pretty cool as far as science goes. Yeah. It's only effective when you're in that negative emotion or is it just as effective 
when you're feeling calm. Most people will choose to do tapping when they want to change a feeling and that tends to be those negative or stressed feelings. It tends to be that's where you start but you can do what we call positive tapping and there's different ways of doing that that include using in that setup statement we talked about you know even though I feel We've been able to, through the work of people like Dr. Patricia Carrington in the US, where she adds in a choice element to the language. So she'll say, even though I feel nervous about doing that talk on Tuesday, I choose to feel calm and confident. So adding that kind of language in, even for a teen, gives them a different choice. So we can use positive tapping and things like that as well to just open up, how else could I cope? With this situation. So there's lots of nice variations that um, we can use definitely for children too. Maybe a child was angry or upset about something that happened last week, but today they're not feeling that upset. But what if that should come up again? Or how do I handle that? That's a great answer. Thank you very much. Yep. Have you personally experienced EFT in your family? Oh, absolutely. So I've been uh, tapping myself for about 18 years. So that's when it came into my life. Um, a long time ago. So obviously, you do start to use it yourself for lots of different things. Uh, the first training I ever went to, they asked us to all do it on chocolate. So I hadn't anticipated that at the time. But um, I actually gave up the craving for chocolate 18 years ago. And funnily enough, really don't eat it at all anymore. So my girls who are 10 and 14, don't eat a lot of chocolate either because it just hasn't been part of their life because I never buy it. It's never here. But both my girls know how to do tapping and they teach their friends. So obviously it's quite a common stress reduction tool in the household, simplified in kid language. And here, there's these magic spots on your face and if you tap on them, you'll feel better. <laughs> That's what my little one used to say. Other kids just listen to other kids. Yeah, it's absolutely been a daily, you know, it's, it's there. It's just something that we do that's pretty normal. Cool. What's the most challenging issues that our teens today face and what could EFT help them? Yeah, I definitely think, you know, even compared to when we grew up as teens and, and certainly our parents. Very different. Very different. And the whole impact of social media obviously has wonderful outcomes and things like that. But these guys as teens today really do cope so much with not being able to switch off that even when they come home from school, you know, there still might be things like cyberbullying and things like that that go on for the rest of the day and into the evening and they can't switch off. And I do think we're seeing the effects of that with their sleep, that a lot of teens in today's day and age aren't sleeping well. And we get all sorts of things that over long term will occur as a result of that. So certainly immune system illnesses and things like that as well. I do think that the whole impact of that and them learning to turn off is difficult, but they feel like they're missing out. So we call that FOMO, you know, fear of missing out. And I think tapping really helps them with that, that they might be able to switch off and turn off and even learn to use tapping for something like going to sleep at night or if they wake up going back to sleep that sort of thing, as well as your everyday things like peer relationships, jealousy, academic achievement, like everything that's pretty normal for year in, year out. Yeah, there's some really good applications. I think that's wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing that because our teens are going through a lot and it's nice to know that you, they have something like this that they can utilize. And it's, it's so simple, a simple tool that can easily be learned. 
I went on the internet, and in a half hour, you just have to learn that statement, and you know where to tap. You can start doing it. But I do want to share your book. I know you've written three books. The first one is actually available free as an ebook, right? Yes, yes. So lots of those we try to make available for everybody. There's a discount code that you gave me, and I'm going to put that in the show notes so that people can download that. Yes. Can you tell us a little bit about the free ebook? Yes. Yeah, so that one, um, why am I so tired? Obviously, that would be relevant for a teen as well, but definitely adults. That you know, such a busy world these days, and even for you know, mums and dads and parents trying to turn off. That book will teach EFT and how to do it, the words to say, the exact points to tap on, and give you lots of examples of how you can use it for things like tiredness and exhaustion. Because we try to encourage people that before maybe you reach for the three three o'clock in the afternoon coffee or chocolate bar, do a couple of minutes of tapping because tapping actually really works well to increase energy and just sort of lift that fog uh, and exhaustion in the afternoon fatigue. So that ebook and with the code that you'll give your listeners, they'll be able to get that free of charge. So they can download that, print it out if they want to, but they'll be able to learn, like you said, the tapping technique within a couple of minutes and do it straight away. Yay. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> I know you have a program that just came out. Please tell us more about it and what we need to do to get a hold of it. Yes, so we have released Tapping in the Classroom. The website itself is just tappingintheclassroom.com, so pretty easy. It is an online teacher training. So we have a mission to actually teach teachers how to use EFT and apply it every day in a classroom, right from little ones that might be the age of four or five, right through to our seniors. So it will cover all ages and it teaches the teachers in eight modules and we support them with an online group so they can certainly chat to me and my trainers as well throughout time as well. But that's there. It's 100% online. It's self-paced, but it is extremely thorough. And I've had fantastic feedback about the pilot program that we released. And that has come out of interest of teachers worldwide wanting to learn a little bit more about, hey, can I use this every day before a test with my students for any worries in the classroom, for energy levels, and for teachers themselves. So we cover everything. There's lots of videos, demonstrations of how to use it and lots of resources and handouts they can print. What is the website? Tappingintheclassroom.com and that will take them to the landing page where they can see all the modules, some videos there and obviously have a look at how to access it. That is wonderful. Everyone, you have free ebook to download. If you're a teacher or an instructor, you can go to tappinginthclassroom.com yes. to help your children. And actually, I think it would help the adults too, like you were saying. Yeah, absolutely. We, we teach them how to apply it to themselves as well because we know teachers, teachers feel stressed and uh, burnout is quite high. So teachers can learn to do it themselves at home as well. Wonderful. Thank you so much for your time, Dr. Stapleton. I really appreciate it with wonderful t new tools and ways to help our parents. Oh, Jacqueline, it's my pleasure. And thank you so much for the invitation. Okay, well, listeners, thank you for being here. And until next time, always be learning and always be growing. Thank you so much for joining us today. Go to parentpumpradio.com and click on the pink box on the top of our homepage to listen to our new and archived shows. To be instantly notified of new episodes, subscribe to our RSS feed. The RSS feed button is located at the top of the page where all our shows are featured. And after listening to the show, 
Go to parentpumpradio.com or our Facebook page to leave your comments, questions, and topic suggestions. And while you're at our website, sign up to receive a free gift. Until next time, have a wonderful week.